Blog Talk Radio. countries around the world have listened to our broadcast over the years, and it's our ninth year that's underway now, and we hope you will be with us for more Eastern Airline talk, news, music, and information. Our mission is to keep the name and memory of our beloved airline going strong and our family together. We truly have become known around the world, and we hope to add more in 2020. We broadcast from our studio in St. Augustine, Florida, and have hosts from many parts of the U.S. that are with us each week. My name is Neil Holland, the producer of the show, and uh, we have another great show for you tonight with an all-star cast, including John Denver and Glenn Campbell. Chuck Albright, our radio show announcer, is here to get us started. Chuck, it's all yours. Hello, Eastern family and friends, and as our producer has said, we're glad you're with us for that Eastern talk and news, music, and information. And like he said, my name's Chuck Albright, and I'm coming to you live from the village of Florida, where we have a balmy 65 degrees, and we're going to go down a little chilly tonight to around 48 degrees. And, uh, That'll be good news to our snowbirds that are here, I guess. Let's hear from our hosts and ask them to give their location and weather. Mr. Producer, if I miss anyone, please let me know. Dorothy and Don, how are things up there in uh, a little bit farther north in the village? Well, we're doing very well, and I want to welcome everyone to the show. And Don, what about our weather here? Yeah, well, like Chuck said, it's 65 degrees, uh, it's cloudy, but uh, tomorrow it's supposed to clear off, and the temperature is going up to 75. There you go. That's my weather. (laughs) We go hit the little white ball. There you go. Jim and Carrie Holder, how how are things in the Atlanta area? Tell them about it, Carrie. Well, we are no longer waiting for winter to arrive, that's for sure. Um, It's been very cold here. (laughs) 
<laughs> cold here, and I can't stand it. But that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> been freezing all day. You never heard so much complaining. <laughs> you got you got to buy her a coat. Oh, <laughs> oh, I got a one by three years ago. You wouldn't believe, but she won't wear it. That's at the zero. I think. <laughs> You're up in that area where you can go hunting, get a fur coat. There you go. Oh, I don't think we got any bears or anything like that around here. Squirrels, they just don't have enough to make a coat out of it. Well, now let's take a trip up north to the New York area. Mike, uh, how's the weather and how's it going where you are? Yeah, we're in Smithtown, New York here, and uh, it's 38 degrees and light breeze out of the west, and it's cloudy. It's supposed to go down to uh, 31, 30 degrees tonight. Tomorrow's going to be a 42 and cloudy. But other than that, it's uh, a little bit uh, unseasonably warm. Mm. You call that warm? Huh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> back. Well, now back to Florida, and by golly, a host of, you know, they're scattered all over the country of ours. Colleen, how are things in your area? Colleen's not with us tonight, Chuck, and uh, uh, Mark is not with us either. Uh, so uh, I believe that's all the hosts that we have tonight uh, on my board. So um, you can okay. go ahead and move oh. right along. Well, welcome, and thank you for listening and calling show over the past eight years. And as Neil said in the opener, we're in our ninth year of broadcast, and you really made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. We love to hear your comments and share your memories with the Eastern listeners from around the world during the broadcast. If you haven't called the show before, all you need to do is call 213-816-1611 and say, hello, talk to us on the air. It's live every Monday evening. We can identify with many countries around the world who are listening in with our blog talk radio application. Just think, we have folks from Ecuador, Somalia, Spain, Brazil, Indonesia, China, Japan, that just pick up our broadcast and just to name a few that listen in every week. That's what we try to do every week on our Eastern radio show. Won't you join us by adding your voice to these broadcasts? Our thanks also to those who choose to listen by computer using the radio icon on their home phone at www.easternradioshow.com or perhaps by signing in on the site of our provider, Blog Talk Radio, at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. Now remember to abbreviate the word Captain to C-A-P-T should you wish to talk during our live broadcast. Feel free to use our call-in number, 213-816-1611, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let me repeat the number so you can write it down for our Monday night visits, 213-816-1611. By the way, tell your friends about us. Our membership is growing. Dorothy says we're well over 100, and, I mean 1,000, probably 35 by now. Don't forget, you can listen to any of our 441st Monday night broadcast and 100-plus Thursday broadcast by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. That's Captain, C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E, and scrolling through the archives of the broadcast. 
each episode is briefly described. You know, we're well over 500 episodes now from the East Files and Eastern Old Time Radio. As Mr. Jim Hart likes to say, holy blue Sunoco. Our lines are always open for calls, and if you choose not to participate and talk live to our hosts, we ask you to please mute your phone, as our producer does not have the capability of filtering out background noises. And now, speaking of takeoffs, I see we're number one for takeoffs. So, Captain, let's get flight 443 in the air. Tower Blur is 650 volt. Eastern Airlines will be taking off for New York with Eastern's Transcon four times a day. Only Eastern reserves every single seat in cabin two just for discount travelers. For a very low $149 each way on a round trip, you can fly clear across the USA. Just reserve and buy your ticket at least seven days in advance and stay a Friday night. You'll get full coach service and something more. New York. Eastern's Transcon. But anyway, I like to fly a whole lot, and flying over here, like I said, was, was fun. And the only aspect of flying that I don't like is when you have to leave somebody that you care for a great deal and leave home and go out on the road. And I wrote a song about that. This was about, about six years ago, I guess, and I'd like to do it for you. It's called Leaving on a Jet Plane. <laughs> On my back to pack, I'm ready to go. I'm standing here outside your door. I hate to wake you up to say goodbye. But the dawn is breaking, it's early morn. The taxi's waiting, he's blown the horn. Already I'm so lonesome, I could die. Bye. 
Carrie. And Andy, a long, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and a long time, a long time before Campbell made this song popular, Eastern Air Transport had a new song too. Well, not exactly a song, but as popular as Rhinestone Cowboys to passengers who flew the Eastern Fleet of Curtis Condors up and down the East Coast. The hostesses on these big birds were like a song to Eastern passengers. As a result of their popularity among the passengers, Eastern decided to keep the extra crew member on board. It was September 1932. The newest vocation for women was that of air hostess, which was one-year-old. It began as an experiment but was declared today to occupy a prominent place in air transportation. The carefully chosen, smartly uniformed young women fly between the north and the south in the comfortable Curtis Condors of Eastern Air Transport. When this transport line employed girls a year ago to fly as regular members of the crews of the big 18-passenger airliners, it told them that not only were they individually on probation, but the hostess idea was on probation as well. It would have to prove itself, and the girls would have to show that they could uphold the standards demanded by the company and maintain their round of duties efficiently. Since that time, the seven flying hostesses have flown an average of 97,142 miles each and have covered a total of approximately 680,000 miles. The three senior hostesses, according to terms of service, have covered more than 100,000 miles each in the year. And all of them declare today that in spite of their many flying miles, they are wild about their jobs. Least senior flying hostesses are Ms. Beulah Onra, who flew 138,000 miles in this year, in the year. Miss Madeline Moon, who flew 118,000 miles, and Miss Marion Cook, who traveled 108,600 miles. Miss Unra is a pilot in her own right, holding a limited commercial license. She declares she likes, quote, all kinds of flying, whether I do the piloting or not. Miss Moon, the daughter of an Army chaplain, formerly was an art instructor in the Fort Raleigh School. More recently, she was in charge of the arts and crafts department of a large metropolitan store. Ms. Cook was a school teacher in New, York, New Jersey and New York. And speaking for all airlines and passengers, we're glad it caught on. Born Henry John Dorschendorf in Roswell, New Mexico on December 31, 1943, he was raised in an Air Force family and grew up in various regions of the southwest U.S. As a teen, his grandmother presented him with a 1910 Gibson acoustic guitar, and while attending Texas Tech University, he began performing local clubs, adopting the stage surname Denver in tribute to the Rocky Mountain area he so cherished he dropped out of college in 1964 to relocate to Los Angeles. There he joined the Chad Miller Trio, a major draw on the Hootenanny circuit of the early 60s. But in the twilight of their career at the time of Denver's arrival, over time, however, Denver helped resuscitate the group on the strength of the songwriting skills. 
signed to Mercury, the trio recorded a number of tracks, which the label repackaged in 1974 as beginnings with the Chad Mitchell Trio. 1970s Whose Garden Was This and Take Me to Tomorrow launched him as a solo performer. Finally, with 1971's Poems, Prayer, and Promises, he achieved superstardom thanks to the million-selling hits Take Me Home Country Roads and Sunshine on My Shoulders, two of my favorites. Mr. Producer, do you have either one of these in your collection? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze, country roads, take me home. Oh, 
Road, one of the best sing-along songs in history. I've sang it many times, and I'm sure everybody listening has, too. It was also known as Take Me Home or Country Roads. It was written by Bill Danoff, Taffy Nevert, and John Denver, and it was about West Virginia. It was released as a single and performed by Denver on April the 12th, 1971, and it peaked at number two on Billboard's U.S. Hot 100 Singles for the Week ending August 28, 1971. The song was a success on its initial release and was certified gold by the RIAA, not sure who they are, on August the 18th, 1971, and it went platinum on April the 10th, 2017. That means it sold a lot of records. The song became one of John Denver's most popular and beloved songs. It has continued to sell with over one and a half million, million digital copies sold in the United States is considered to be Denver's signature song. Meanwhile, a lot was going on over at Eastern in 1973. Puerto Rico's popular homegrown airline, Carabair, was acquired by Eastern in March of that year. And the man many thought to be the founder of Eastern, Captain Rickenbacker, uh, he died while in Europe. He actually started at Eastern Air Transport as general manager, but later would buy the whole airline. Easton sent one of its DC-8s aircraft to bring his, back his body, along with the Rickenbacker family. And this was the year that the fuel crisis started with costs skyrocketing. Easton laid off about 800 pilots. Large-scale personnel reductions were also made, and Sam Higginbottom resigned as the president. Sixteen new L-1011s were delivered, plus nine 727-200. That's a stretch model. So it was a very busy year at Eastern as it was in the music industry. And our producer, Neil, told me he checked out on the Boeing 727 in 1973, which was, uh, I'm sure he was quite happy about that. Uh, <laughs> this song, <laughs> going to that left seat's a big thing, isn't it, Neil? You got it. The song, <laughs> this song from 19. 19- 73, two years later, was recorded and became a hit on the billboard. Mr. Producer, let us hear it. Every 
there's a great song that we all remember well. And a little more about Glenn Campbell that we learned that by the time Campbell was age 14, he'd become a good guitarist and was already a performing musician. His talent with the guitar allowed him to make a living as a session musician in Los Angeles when he moved there in 1960. He released his own album in 1962, Big Bluegrass Special, and two more in 1963, Swinging 12-String Guitar, and Too Late to Worry, and Too Blue to Cry. But in this, in the meantime, he was in a high demand to play for studio recordings with musicians such as Elvis Presley, uh, who did La- Viva Las Vegas, 1964, The Everly Brothers, Beat in Soul, 1965, Merle Haggard, Swinging the Doors, and The Bottle Didn't Let Me Down. That sounds like a familiar one. Uh, 1966. And the Monkeys, uh, the song The Monkeys, 1966. And in 1964 and 1965, Campbell joined the Beach Boys to fill in for Brian Wilson, who had taken leave for a mental breakdown. Campbell toured the band for several months and contributed to the recording of the breakthrough album of Pet Sounds, 1966. Campbell's solo career began to take off when the hit song uh, Gentle on My Mind, 1967, with that song, which he earned two Grammy Awards that year. He allowed up to followed up with two more popular songs by by that time. It was uh, By the Time I Get to Phoenix in 1967, and the track title of that album became one of the best-known songs earned by Campbell, and another two Emmys, uh, Grammy Emmy Awards, Grammy Awards in 1967, and that album, which won uh, Grammy for the Album of the Year in 1968. I got that twisted up a little bit. Two other major hits from that time were Wichita Lineman and Galveston, and from 1967, correction, 1969 to 1972, Campbell hosted a Sunday evening variety show, the Glenn Campbell Good Time Hour on CBS. He welcomed to the stage famous personalities such as Ray Charles, Shear, Neil Diamond, Lily Tomlin, Three Dog Night, Ricky Nelson. Uh, Campbell made his film acting debut in 1967, The Cool Ones, and then had a more prominent role in 1969 in the John Wayne hit western True Grit. The following year he starred in a film Norwood opposite Kim Darby, which also appeared with him in True Grit. Norwood was the name of that movie. I think I mixed that up a little bit. Mr. Producer, producer, which of the many hit songs in the 1960s did you like the best? By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. She'll find the note I left hanging on her door. And she'll laugh when she reads the part that says I'm leaving. Cause I've left that girl so many times.
By the time I make Albuquerque, she'll be working. She'll probably stop at lunch and give me a call. But she'll just hear that phone keep on ringing off the wall. And that's all. By the time I make Oklahoma She'll be sleeping She'll turn softly And call my name out low And she'll cry Just to think I'd really leave her Though time and time I've tried to tell her so She just didn't know I would really go She didn't know Yeah, and like Glenn Campbell in the 1960s, Eastern Airlines was having a great decade. Chuck, what was going on in the 1960s? Well, Don, there were so many things happening in Eastern. It's hard to tell in in the time that we have here. Uh, So we'll abbreviate the list. Uh, The first DC-8 flight was in January 24, 1960. By the way, that's when I graduated from high school. There was a major building in Miami base. Young guy. Hangar and an engine overhaul shop was a jet test New terminals in Atlanta and Miami were open. We carried 9 million passengers with a fleet of 208 planes. Air shuttle started in April 10, 1961, between LaGuardia and Boston, LaGuardia and Washington, and there was the flight engineer strike on February between the 18th and the 24th, and 10 Boeing 720s were ordered in August 1961. Floyd Hall was named new EAL president, with Captain Rickenbacker remained chairman until uh, DC nine, uh, December 16, 1963. The first 727 in service by any airline, February 1st. 1964. First 727 with passengers flew from Philadelphia to Miami via Washington. We had a new logo in 1965, replacing the familiar Duck Hawk. Captain Rickenbacker retired as chairman on January 1st. Eastern had a new theme, Wings of Man. Airline carried 15 million passengers with a fleet of 177 aircraft. More new pilots were hired in 1966 than any year since Eastern started operating. New executive office building, building uh, number 16, was completed in the Miami base. 
65 new airplanes, DC-9s, 727s, were put into service. Eastern Mechanics went on strike July 8th through August the 22nd. In January 1967, Mackey Airline was merged into the Eastern System. June, new service started to Portland and Seattle. Later in the year, Eastern started flying charters to the United States or the United States Air Force Military Airlift Command, abbreviated MAC, M-A-C. More aircraft were purchased in 1967-68 period, including 17 DC-8-61s and six DC-863s. Art Lewis was named president. Floyd Hall became chairman and CEO. 1969, uh, Eastern flies the three West Coast. The new routes open to Los Angeles, flies Dallas, and also Miami to Los Angeles. Carrie? With all of that happening in the 1960s at Eastern, John Denver recorded his debut LP, Rhymes and Reasons. While not a hit, it contained one of its, his best-loved compositions, Leaving on a Jet Plane, which was an international chart-topper for Peter, Paul, and Mary. In the years to follow, Denver also scored with Annie's song, which was penned for his wife, and Back Home Again, and by 1974 was firmly established as America's best-selling performer. Albums like 1975's An Evening with John Denver and Wind Song were phenomenally popular, and he continued to top the, sing- the singles charts with efforts including Thank God I'm a Country Boy and I'm Sorry. Additionally, his 1974 Best Of collection sold over 10 million copies worldwide and remained on the charts for over two years. So, Mr. Producer, how about Country Boy? Yeah. <laughs> well, life on the farm is kind of laid back, ain't much an old country boy like me can't have. Early to rise, early in the sack. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, a simple kind of life never did me no harm. Raising me a family and working on the farm. Days are all filled with an easy country car. Thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife. I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the griddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. When the work's all done and the sun sets low, pull out the fiddle and the rods and up the bow. Kids are asleep, so I keep a kind of love. And thank God I'm a country boy. I'd play Sally Gooden all day if I could, but the Lord and my wife wouldn't take it very good. So I fiddle when I can, work when I should. And thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife, I got me old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. Come on, folks at home. Let's hear the clapping. <laughs> well, I wouldn't play my life for diamonds or jewels. I never was one of them money-hungry fools. Rather have a fiddle and a song and tools. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah, city folks driving in a black limousine. A lot of sad people think that's a mighty keen. Son, let me tell you now exactly what I mean. I thank God I'm a country boy. Fine wife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on a riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Thank God I'm a country boy, yes, sir. 
when my daddy's ill the day he died And he took me by the hand, held me close to his side Said live a good life, play my fiddle and cry And thank God, oh, such a boy Well, my daddy taught me young how to hunt and how to whittle Taught me how to work and play a thing on a fiddle Taught me how to love and how to give just a little And thank God, I'm a country boy Well, I got me a firewife, I got me old fiddle When the sun's coming up, I got cakes on the riddle Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle Yeah. 
a year ago of um, doing a dedication at a funeral and I found that song and I think John Denver was the only one that ever recorded the song I think in 1970, right. uh, 1971 I lost my best friend and partner and the poem was there and I wrote an article about John Cornye and along with it I included the song High Flight, or not the song, but the poem, High Flight. But uh, I'm so happy that uh, John Denver recorded that song. It's oh, a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. 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 Neil, I believe you know, he was uh, the only one. Yeah. Neil, I, yeah. I was asked on more than a few occasions to speak at funerals of Eastern Pilots here in the Atlanta area, and I always tried to conclude with reading High Flight. And you're yeah. right, it's tough. 
and my good friend Brian Wilmoth hired on with me in Eastern, and he died after a short uh, illness with liver cancer. And they asked me, and they told me at that one for Brian that I was going to be the only person speaking. They didn't want anybody else to speak, so the pressure was really on me. And I concluded it with High Flight. And I'll tell you, that's one of the most difficult things I did was to get to the end of that. And Jerry was there, so she can tell you. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah, at the funeral I did last year, you know, I, I practiced it, and every time I, I I would go through it, I just couldn't make it through the entire poem. And it is, like you say, Jim, a, a movie. Yeah, and when you're doing it before the family out there, it's just yeah. it's just tough. Yeah. And I've done many of them, but that one for BW was the hardest by far. Well, it, the song is beautiful by Denver, and I'm glad he recorded yeah. it. He did put an extra stanza in there, but it... Uh, it fit well with within the poem. It really did. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, beautiful. And you, if you want to get an introduction of the show, I'd like to, to comment on something. Is that appropriate at this time? Sure, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to get your permission. Uh, Glenn Campbell. Oh, man, everybody loves Glenn Campbell. He went on his uh, farewell tour, as you correctly said, and they recorded it. And I don't know if any of y'all have ever seen this, and you can find it if you got on Google and everything. At one of these shows, what's that guy that plays the banjo on Hee Haw? I'm having one of my famous mental blocks. Uh, he plays the oh, guitar Roy and the banjo. Who? That's Buck Owens. No, not Buck Owens. Uh, sort of a chubby Roy guy. Clark. Roy Clark, he said, yeah. Roy Clark, Roy Clark, yeah. (laughs) Well, Roy Clark appeared on that show, and I guess it might have been planned, but it looked like it wasn't planned. He walked out on the stage, and uh, he had his banjo with him, and Glenn Campbell had his banjo, and they played the William Tell Overture. I mean to tell you, I've never seen anything like that in my life, and if you want to find it, Google it somehow, but they had them playing over their heads and under the... It was unbelievable. I mean, he and Roy Clark put on a show for about five or six minutes doing the William Tell over to the banjo. And it's I worth looking for it if you can find it. Dorothy, you we saw that YouTube. on the special yeah, one night. We did. They showed it on the special. It was they fabulous. Did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Outstanding. How, how do you find it on YouTube, Carrie? I think uh, Glenn Campbell, William Tell Overture. Playing the way okay. you know. he played it on his guitar, and I—it is breathtaking. Oh, it okay. is. Yeah. And they're both gone now. Yeah. Yep, they sure are. Well, we've got uh, some great music coming up, and uh, uh, that's uh, about it. We don't have Mark Porter with us tonight to tell us a little bit about what's happening to the New Eastern. Hoped he would be with us, but uh, apparently he was unable to. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dorothy, you got any comment here? Well, uh, there is an ad, um, an article in the CNN Travel that uh, someone can go into and read all about it. The return of the legendary U.S. airline you've probably never heard of, but it's Eastern Airline, and we sure have heard about it, so it's well worth reading. Um, I'm still getting uh, different ads that are coming through on them. 
for the, the Guayaquil uh, flight that they have. So that's a good thing. At least they're advertising and they're being very consistent with it. And, of course, that's the biggest thing. They have to advertise. Um, I did write a letter to uh, Mark Porter trying to get uh, some information for uh, their um, address uh, and uh, telephone number for Steve Hurst so that perhaps we can uh, talk to him about coming on to the program and telling our members a little bit about Eastern and what he's involved in and what he intends to do. Uh, it would be beneficial for them also to see if perhaps maybe they could uh, uh, work some sort of a travel arrangement for our members so that we can advertise that way by word of mouth. So I'm holding on to see whether we get it, the information so I can reach someone. Um, I could work with his assistant and try to, to get something for our members, but we'll do whatever we can, Neil, that's for sure. Uh, in the meantime, you want me to give you uh, some of these programs coming up? Absolutely. Okay. Our next uh, program on my, uh, February 3rd, can't believe it's February already, is going to be the history of Eastern commercials. And I can't wait for that one because I know that you have a lot of wonderful commercials that we can listen to in addition to the talk about them. And the following week uh, is going to be Neil Diamond. Uh, that will be our extra history in music show program. And then follow with the airports on the future. So we have some things in the horizon that are coming up that are going to be very interesting. And uh, we'll list them in our e-blast, and that will be out to them as soon as we can. Uh, I also would like to mention that we do have... Uh, uh, Chuck was right. We had a thousand thirty-five, but we have now a thousand thirty-six. We have a new member that joined us today. As a matter of fact, um, J.I. Sam Heed, and she's a gal at seventy-eight years old out of Sebring, Florida. Um, and here's a little message she put on the site. I'd like to read. Uh, she says, hello, what a fine job you are doing with the site. I'm delighted to find it. She was an EAL flight attendant from 1963 and still there on the last day, 18th of January, 1991, based originally in New York and in Miami. She moved to Sebring, Florida in 2008 and lives in the Spring Lake development, which borders on the Sebring Airport, where she, where she watches the planes come and go and remember the good times, and I bet she does. Uh, she wanted to know about ordering a brand-new Eastern tag for the front of my new storm blue Equinox, and that sounds wonderful, too. Unfortunately, we uh, can't really give her any information on that, so if anybody has any way that they would know that she'd be able to get that Eastern tag, uh, just please send us an email to host at EALradioshow.com, and I'll be sure to contact her and let her know uh, your thoughts. Uh, she has a foster father who is Captain D.S. Dan Saunders, if anybody remembers him, 
who retired in 1988 and is still going strong in Gainesville, Georgia, just outside of Atlanta. Do you happen to know him, uh, Jim Holder? What was the name again? Uh, Captain Dan Saunders. He retired in uh, 1968. Yeah, he, he, he lives in North Atlanta. If that's the guy I'm thinking about, he comes to our reaper luncheons every now and then. There you go. So uh, that's really wonderful. Pretty sure he lives in Alpharetta somewhere. His wife, say it again. Gainesville. I'm pretty sure he, he lives in, in Alpharetta. Gainesville. Gainesville. Well, oh, Gainesville, Georgia or Florida? Uh, Georgia. It says Georgia. Okay. <laughs> well, I was a little off. <laughs> yeah, just outside of Atlanta. Yeah, okay. I, I, admit, I didn't hear all that. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. I'm looking in the roster. Anyway, uh, we are happy to have her as a member and hope that she calls into the show and gives us a little more talking of uh, her uh, foster father. I'd love to hear more about him. Um, I also want to mention that we do appreciate all the members who have sent in donations to our program. It sure does help us bring memories of Eastern and carry on their legacy. We, too, hope that people who do so are listening and will join us sometime and tell us a little bit about their memory of Eastern. All their names have been posted on our website as sponsor, and they're on uh, the home page under Sponsors tab. Remember, donations of $40 or more will entitle you to receive a signed copy of Neil's popular Eastern Airlines Book of Memories, Wings of Many, and that's free with your donation. Please consider making a donation. As remember, it's the donations and sponsors that keep the radio show on the air. We feel our program is well known, providing and offering the Eastern family news and information as a radio voice of Eastern Airlines. Um, as I said, our next uh, program is History of Eastern Commercials. To so be sure to jo- join us on February 3rd. And we look forward to hearing you on the airways. So give us a call. Thank you. Back to you, Neil. Neil, did any I of our hosts, yeah, have anything to say? Yes, go ahead, Jim. Uh, just a little bit of a tease. We're going to have <laughs> our board meeting this coming Saturday up at Tennis Hall at the Embassy Suites, and oh, there's going to be some going to be some uh, interesting news come out of there. Uh, including, hopefully, the date of our reunion for 2020. Uh, but uh, stay tuned, as they say. <laughs> okay, Jim. Okay, we will. Yeah, yeah. Captain Neal, I, I don't know if you knew uh, this on John Denver. Uh, we we all knew that he was a pilot. and He, uh, he actually owned a Waco UBF. Just like ah. the one that my my dad owned in the 30s, and the one that I have now, of which there was wow. only 18 made, he owned one of them. However, my it was God. restored, and it got into a mid-air collision, and crashed in an air show back in the uh, in the 90s. Oh. But uh, mm. he did own that, and it was restored by the same place that did mine. <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, Mike, I've been yeah. meaning to ask you. Uh, there was a fellow uh, eastern pilot I think he was based up in Washington but uh, maybe New York but uh, after eastern uh, went under I had the opportunity of being a chief pilot of a little small airline up at uh, eastern Maryland and there was a guy there that lived over in Annapolis that had a Waco do you know who I'm talking about 
Um, he owned a restaurant there too, a very popular restaurant. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I can't uh, think I, of his name now. The the guy there was eighteen of the ones that uh, the model that we all had uh, Denver and myself and my dad yeah. and they and uh, I I know a lot of those that are that are still around and some of them have been rebuilt from you know from paperwork yeah. and whatnot because they were all crashed yeah. including well. my own but there's at least original parts in my airplane but I I don't. Uh, uh, the the most recent one that I know is a is a Dr. Callis from West Virginia, which, who rebuilt one, and he passed away some years ago. Yeah. And his airplane is uh, now up for sale out of uh, Rare Aircraft in uh, Faribault, Minnesota, for two hundred and thirty eight thousand. Okay. <laughs> wow! I wish. Yeah. A when he flew it into the sticker price. <laughs> when uh, this uh, this guy flew it into Eastern Maryland. I saw the airplane out on the ramp, and uh, it, it, it was a beautiful airplane. And we had lunch together, and uh, I I didn't know him at Eastern while he was there, but uh, of course I was comparing my Stearman that uh, John and I owned, and our Stearman yeah. was a work of art too. As a matter of fact, it was restored by Bob Bytel, and I'm trying to think of Wayne uh, Wayne uh, Wayne Johnson. Uh, rebuilt the airplane and it was a gorgeous airplane that uh, John was killed in but uh, but at any rate uh, speaking of that uh, we'd like to also we were saddened to hear of the accident yesterday uh, taking yeah, a the very Kobe popular, Bryant, yeah. yeah celebrity and a human being uh, you know he was just a great guy all the way around yeah and uh, of course, the uh, yeah, the people that was in the in the helicopter as well. But uh, okay, great show, guys. Yeah, we're going to land the airplane now, and and uh, getting a little bit late, so let's set her down gently. Three green. Three green. <laughs> Captain, as usual. Be sure to tune in again next Monday, February the 3rd. Wow, where is the first month of the new year gone? But America's favorite way to fly. Make time, make how time is passing so much and more interesting, especially with broadcast and tonight's music and history of Eastern Airlines. Be with us at the EAL radio show returns to the Cyberway. And we hear the award-winning Eastern Airlines commercial dating way back to the 1940s. Our producer is telling me it's time to say goodbye. So this is Chuck Albright signing off on behalf of our hosts, Dorothy, Don, Tim Holder, Gary Holder, Mike Scott, and our producer, Neil Holland. Playing sign-off music made popular by Merrill Haggard, Silver Wing. Left me standing here behind Silver wings Shining in the sun
night, Eastern family and friends from around the world, and good night, Eastern Airlines, wherever you are. We love you, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. Eastern. Good night, everybody. Good job, guys. Great Great job. Great job. Slowly fading out of sight Silver wings Shining in the sun Taking you away and leaving me lonely. Silver wings, slowly fading out of sight. Slowly fading out of sight. Great show, guys. Thanks. Yep. Eastern forever.